Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. This is a special episode. On this episode, we are going to go to Southern Strain Brewery. Uh, we were there for opening weekend. The guys were gracious enough to have us there. Uh, so it was myself, producer Brian, Mojo, and even my dad, Cliffy, got, got on board on that one. Uh, so here's our episode for Southern Strain Brewery, a live recording. Here we go. All right, we are back. This is the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, and we are now at Southern Strain Brewing Company right here off of Brumley Road in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. This is the newest brewery to be open here in Concord. And guys, what do you guys think? Oh, just First impressions. First impressions. What are you, what are you all thinking? Uh, are those lederhosen? They're, they're actually there are. Is that what lederhosen look like? I don't know that, what I don't that, know what that is, but it's very nice looking. Okay. I'll say that. Yeah, that's not the view's not bad here. Say that. <laughs> We're, you're talking about the nice parking lot out the window in the brewery. The facility is okay. gorgeous. Okay, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I understand. I understand. Far from Nugan. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's a beautiful facility. Uh, I I wonder if they have. They probably have pictures of this place before they started renovations, right? Uh, yeah, but I would think right. so, yeah. Because, um, man, they've done a phenomenal job. I mean, yeah. It's a beautiful facility. You know, we got the tour through it when there was no people in here. So. Right, and now we've got a cornhole bar or game being played right next to us. Well, we're broadcasting live from the men's uh, urinal right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't mind that big thump noise because that's, that's Mojo taking the – Taking the deuce after his two Chick Fil A sandwiches. Oh, that was delicious earlier. I had to prepare for this. <laughs> All right, so what we've got here, we're going to take a picture, put it on on the website. We have got a ton of beers right here, right in front of us, and we're going to kind of go through them. But one thing that I do want to say, this was uh, the brewery is in uh, the old Concord Mill, and we talked about this on a previous episode. But I'm telling you, the floors on the inside are beautiful. The uh, the bar is fantastic. Uh, concrete, beautiful concrete bar. Um, just a great facility, well done, and I can't express to you just how cool I think this place is. Yeah. I uh, it, it, Ford, one of the owners here, went out and procured items that were special to him and special to Concord, and this just kind of gives a little extra touch. Yeah. And, um, you know, just like when we talked with Marty at Commoners, like the the ceiling tiles in yeah. his building were from like the school that he got uneducated at, you know. So, <laughs> um, yeah, anytime someone can bring a little piece of, uh, you know, their personal past, like Red, uh, Red Hill, Chris at Red Hill, and yeah. the story with that with General General Washington, Washington at the time. So, yeah, I think it's some pretty neat and nifty things. Yeah. All right, so let's get started. We're gonna go. We've got eight different beers here. And we're going to go through the gamut and see what we think on them. Yeah, um, just in case uh, 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 Randy Cole is listening from South Carolina, I may need a DUI attorney after this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so right. we have eight, eight different flavors. Eight different uh, eight, beers. Eight the first there. one's going to be Out to Pasture. Um, it is a silver medal winner of the 2019 NC Craft Brewers Cup. Tip of the hat to the type room icon, Louis Pasteur. Open fermented in the saison. To get the most out of your French Saison strain, brewed with eight Pilsner malts to give it a rustic, light, slightly grainy feel, and delicately hopped with crystal. I don't know what that means for a fruity and floral bouquet of the nose, mm. like crystal meth. So we're starting with the award winner, or is there the, more? There, uh, 
That's fine. I'm just, yeah, this one's one of the award winners. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, this yeah. one. I think this one before they even opened that, this one won a Craft Brewers Association. Yeah, silver medal yeah. right there. So, guys, I am parched right now, and this tastes so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so thirsty. Tastes like this. To me, it tastes citrusy. So, I mean, yeah, you know, you have a everyone's everyone's taste buds are going to be subjective. So, um, yeah, I yeah, like this, is, this one. Yeah, really. Uh, this is refreshing. Almost yeah, have like definitely. a bubble gum flavor at the end of it too. Can you taste that? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got that. Did you yeah. really? Yeah, a little bit. Huh? It's like if you had bubble gum without the sugar. You know, you have the smell of bubble gum. The the essence of yeah, yeah. the aftertaste almost. Come on, Caliphy, try. We're gonna get my dad, um, who's an avid listener of the show, because I pay him to do so. Want to taste? Want to try some beer? Here, you put, the, put the headphones on and uh, tell us what you what you taste. <laughs> my dad's. Never, I don't think you, you, well, I'll ask him when he gets Actually, we need to see if we have the later hose and la- ladies come over and take a picture of Cliffy. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Hey. Hello. All right. <laughs> Actually, Dad has got the radio voice. If I. Oh, he does. I mean, I wish yeah. I had his voice, but how's well, it going? Here, try this one. Dad, do you drink beer? Seldom to never. You Seldom. do now? Mostly never. <laughs> he does have that saucy uh, radio voice. Right. Ladies, uh, he is single. And ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be home by nine. <laughs> so what, what do you do think you, about that? What do you taste on that? What, what does it taste like to you? I'm no expert. I really don't know. You don't taste any flavor? You don't pick up any flavors on that? No, not really. Oh, you're, is you're it fruity it with a floral bouquet on the nose? Grapefruit note in there, maybe? Mm-hmm. You getting that? Yeah, front end. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would have gotten that. Yeah. Well, what else do you taste? Uh, Since Cliff is our DD. Uh, all right. So now I'm tasting, like when you swish it around, I get the bubble gum with yeah. no sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, is it the bubble gum sugar free? That's nasty. Oh. Oh, that's the worst bubble gum in the world. But it's, but it, <laughs> but it's refreshing. Than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's refreshing, like you said earlier. Like, I feel like I can drink this and be okay. You know, after this is a lawnmower beer, right? right. Really, right on the yeah. beach. If you had like a can of this on the beach, mm-hmm. that'd be really nice. Yeah. What's up next? This is uh... all right. So the next is the Hop Helix. It's an IPA American, named for the our iconic logo. This is our signature West Coast IPA, brewed with a blend of Amarillo, Centennial, Simcoe, and El Dorado, dry hopped with Citra. West Coast. Yeah, give, West. give that a sniff before you drink it. All right. Say. All right. Let's sniff it up. I mean, it's definitely hoppy. Wow. You can you can take you can smell the hops. So it would not be for, you know, of course IPAs. You either love an IPA or you hate an IPA. Right. There is no middle ground. Right. Because because uh, the hops, um, just kind of gives it that, uh, dank. Like the smell of well, I'm I'm the only one who probably knows this at this table, but the smell of weed has that kind of dank smell. I would not know what so you're speaking this, of. That's what we're talking about. I've smelled it secondhand, so I can. Right. This is like this is creamy to me. It's got a nice I like, like this, yeah. mouthfeel. Um, try. I don't. I'm not a huge IPA guy, but this is not bad. I mean, yeah. It's, I like this. It's not like punching me in the mouth. Yeah, most IPAs, I feel like they punch you in your mouth, and you're like, I don't well, like also, it a lot of IPAs aren't clean, where they kind of you get that lingering. Like you cannot drink another beer after it because you still oh, taste yeah. the IPA. That's a good call. 
Yeah. It's like making out with my wife after she eats, like... Oh, know, boy. Funyuns? Funyuns, yeah. <laughs> Good call. Funyuns? Yeah. You still... This, you know, I'll make out with you, but I'm still going to taste the Funyuns. Cool Ranch Doritos? Like, Ooh, I like Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh, okay. But no, I, I, I like me some Funyuns, though. A Funyun flavored beer. Maybe that could be a uh, April Fool's beer. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next one is the Double Helix. So it is the exact same beer. Um, just more concentrated. We'll say that it's more concentrated. So. Oh. What? More the same. Okay. More. Th- oh shoot. Oh. Man down. Can't take you anywhere. Jack? No, he had half a beer. <laughs> no. You okay? Yeah. He's not made of sugar. <laughs> That'll be all right. Well, I'll, I'll get it. I'll clean it up. Well, uh. Okay, that's more than. Hey, uh. Cliff's uh, colostomy bag just opened up, so. <laughs> uh. Do you see paper towels anywhere? I see some over there. All right, let me go I'll, get them. Gotta get them. I'll go get them. Uh oh. <laughs> we got it. No, we're we good. got it. Wow. He's, he's got paper towels. Here we go. We're good. We're good. Dad, we found the paper towels. He's dumping beer on the floor. <laughs> Tried that yet? No, I haven't got that far. Where's you saying? Where did he go, by the way? Um, I'm trying to get him hooked up with a, some chicks up here. So, the uh, leader hosen? I told him that. I was like, huh. okay, I like that better. <laughs> We're going to look like, um, remember they, uh, uh, <laughs> Billy Madison, uh, or it was one of his, where he was taking care of the kid, and he just put newspapers down on the floor. Big Daddy. Yeah. This is going to be about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to leave it. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. That was my fault. I wonder if commoners actually sent some of their bartenders up here. To help out, it might have because just one of the, one of the chicks, two of the chicks from Commoners, is up here helping out. Well, working or like, oh, well, yeah, we're working. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just making a big mess. There's no weir into this. No, no. As of yet, me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Give it a few minutes. I'm sure I'll. Uh... All right. And we're back. All right. All right. So this is the double IPA. It's the same thing. From what Ford was saying, is the exact same beer as the hop, but it is just um, it's just less water. They use less water on it, so it's more oh. concentrated. Yeah, it's more flavor, I would say. Yeah. I don't again I don't like IPAs, but I kinda like this one. Whatever that means. It, wow. That's good. That's uh Yeah. It, it's got a punch to it, but it's not like it's a good punch, right? Yeah. It's like you have a slap and tickle with your girlfriend. Ooh. Hmm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about that comment you just made. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, I like that. It's some so, it, some double IPAs are so overwhelming to where you get, yeah, you can't even get past like the the scent of it to take it down. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
this one it's it feels like it's gonna beat you it's it's like here's it is it's like you're about to get hit in the face by mike tyson right and then it turns out the punch feels more like big bird yeah okay i was gonna say he kisses you instead but okay well yeah <laughs> also it, also this you kind of get some that notes of fall like the dried leaves oh yeah the, yeah. the smell of dried leaves in the fall okay so well that's for me i'm just of course i'm just trying to make up words now to sound educated yeah that sounds good i like that and the band started up in the background, so there's that. Hey, we're live, man. It's cool. It's cool, yeah. There's there's cornhole going on. Some guy is under the foosball table. Evidently, you can uh, repair that. <laughs> I think we need to save this one last. All right, so to, yeah, okay. To, to cleanse our palates. All right, so the next one we're going to go to is the the local vein. This is a crisp and easy drinking hoppy lager dry hopped with Simcoe and Mosaic and fermented with a classic German lager strain. A reminder of the long-lost gold mine located deep underneath our brewery taproom. Evidently, there's a gold mine underneath the brewery taproom. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's how they're uh, paying the bills up here before they open. <laughs> Alright, so here we go. We got local, pan for gold lo- now? <laughs> local vein. This is the local vein here? Alright. Tell you what, it's so much lighter than what we just had. <laughs> it, it tastes like water yeah, compared to, to what I, I had. Drink like half of it before I can taste it, probably. So. Yeah. Now that would be that would be your lawnmower beer right there. There you go. Real yeah. Light. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely. This might be right up Cliffy's alley. What do you think? He's still trying to chew. There's not a whole lot to chew. I like that. There's a lot of flavor um, in that. That'd be a great, like, if you want to have five or six beers, you know, before the end of the day, that'd be that'd yeah. be the beer to go to. <laughs> I'm looking at your uh, face, I'm and it's still, still fighting the IPA. Still trying That's to figure out. I can taste hints of what it's supposed to taste like. But I think the IPA may have uh, brutalized my tongue a little bit. Oh no! Oh no! Okay, <laughs> it's getting there. I can tell this is really good. I just can't describe it. You should have started off with this one first. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but that's okay. We can start over in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Round dose. All right, I like it. Like you said, great. Can have a couple of them, not feel like it's too heavy. Yeah, this could be like a daily driver kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Get up from work, pop a top. Yep. Put it in a brown paper bag. Yeah. All right. The next is the OK Lunch, a crystal clear light lager brewed with Pilsner malt, patty grown white hops, hopped with crystal, and fermented with our favorite German lager strain. Named after a 1940 downtown Concord bar, having a lager with lunch was encouraged. How about you? Okay, lunch. I think I kind of dig 1940s uh, Concord. (laughs) Let's go back to it. (laughs) Every every time I grab a uh, a Miller Lite at the old uh, Applebee's for lunch, I get frowned upon by the church ladies. (laughs) I mean, that's probably its own conversation, though. Like, a lot of countries, it's fine. Like, in in London, you go, like, that's the thing you do. You have a beer with your lunch. Well, in Germany as well. Well, yeah, like Europe. But here, you know, we're all 
straight-laced and super productive. No, I, I remember uh, we, when we went to Ireland, I uh, I had a Guinness at right at 8.30 in the morning with breakfast. And I thought I was unusual until I saw, saw everyone else ordering them, too. So <laughs> I don't know if I started a trend or, you know. <laughs> so, to me, this one is a clear different uh, one than, than the one we had before. The this, local one more, yeah, this one has a little bit more back-end flavor. Yeah, it's hitting the back end of the tongue. What was this one called again? There's, this is the OK Lunch. Here's the Hecox. Oh. Yeah, OK is, uh, I think, the proper descriptor for this. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just OK. It's OK, yeah. yeah. It's OK. Compared to the other flavors but, we've had. You know, the thing fine. about coming to a, a, a craft brewery, though, is that uh, you have the... You have the middle of the road and then you have the over the top flavors this is somebody that walks in they're like i'm not going to try the specialty beer or the right the, the double the double ipa yeah, the someone double who US. drinks maybe a budweiser or someone who drinks a sure sure you know one of the big brand uh, beers this is something they can turn on to and still feel like part of the, the, the brewery scene yeah yeah no this is this is a great one just to, again with just like with the local vein very easy mellow entry level you're good to go yeah, it's good. I mean, I like it. It's just of the flavors we've had. It's yeah. The most subtle. All right, so Maltal is next. It's honorable mention of the nineteen or the 2019 NC Craft Brewers Cup, the NC homegrown beer category. This is our take on a traditional Norwegian-style Maltal brewed with floor-malted heritage malt from North Carolina's Riverbend Malt House, Saz hops, and a small amount of NC-sourced Juniper, Virginian in the kettle when then fermented with Voss Kevik. That's the actual uh, strain of yeast they use. We fermented this Maltal in one of our square fermenters to emphasize the fruit flavors of cherries, raisins, and dates that this yeast can express. So this is the Maltal. Maltal cocktail. How about you? Wow. This is the color of what I usually like to drink. So okay. I'm a, you know, brown beer guy. A, a browner beer, yeah. yeah. A lot of fruit going on just on the smell, on the nose. I can smell those raisins. It's like apple almost to me. Okay. Do you know what? Very sweet. Uh, like the, like elderberry, elderberry syrup. Oh, yeah. Kind of tastes like elderberry. I got you. The, the scent of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a not, a, not a soured berry, but like a fruit berry. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that elderberry is a good call. Elderberry. That sounds like something for like a Dungeons and Dragons video video game. <laughs> Searching for the elderberry scrolls. <laughs> this is the most bitter we've had, I would think. Yeah, it has it, it has a it's got a, a refreshing but medicinal flavor to it. Okay, it's just unique. I don't think I've ever had this flavor at a different brewery before. No, definitely not. Almost has a tang to it. It's a very, it's very unique. Yeah, yeah. It's tangy. <laughs> Dad waves it off. <laughs> There's a penalty on the play. What are y'all's thoughts? Anything else? I like it. It's unique. I yeah. Mean, once again, it's one of those ones where I could have one. I may not go back for two. Yeah. But I mean, I'd come back and get it. Yeah. But I'll probably have two in one sitting. Yeah. 
kind of want to have a steak with this. Oh. We should have gone with what, what would pair really good with a. Well, with we can go meat. back and do that for yeah. a list. We can like go. a ribeye or something, I feel like, would taste really good with this. Thing. I don't know. That's just what I'm getting right now. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make more room. Sorry. Those, yeah. those two uh, Chick-fil-A sandwiches are coming back at you, huh? Yeah, they're fighting right now. Actually, I really did. I, well, I had two Chick-fil-A sandwiches, but I had eight Chick-fil-A sauces. Oh, so, yeah. because the sauce is a delivery device for, or the sandwich. Yeah, absolutely. Is the delivery it's just device. A, it's just a vehicle. Yeah. You get a flight of sauces before you got a flight of beer. Well, no, I haven't done a flight of sauces. That, even though <laughs> it is actually a great idea. Yeah, no, we've, we've done that on the yeah, show. That's right, we did it on the yeah. show. But I think they, they've come out with a system that come out with a few new ones. So. Okay, all right. The mac and cheese, just to be clear, the mac and cheese does not count as a dipping sauce. Just have you had that yet? I have. Can you put that is on a good? sandwich? No. Is it decent? No. Oh, it is really? awful. Really? Yeah. I was severely disappointed with the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese. I hate well, it. it. Larkin gave it two thumbs up. Of course, that's the same child and probably cardboard, so right. you know, we're, we're okay. <laughs> they would also give it two thumbs up. All right. So. All right. So we're going to go with the... Um, They don't have this one on here. The next one. No, it's something. Oh. Is it Goodwill Stout or something? Yeah, all right. So the next one we're going is the Mellow Morning. It's the stout milk. A big sweet stout with plenty of roast, cocoa nibs, and coffee notes to back it up. We partnered with Concord-based Mellow Coffee Roasters to give this beer a freshly roasted touch. All right, so this you is gonna, a milk stout. It's a milk stout. So have lact- so have lactate dark. in it to help smooth it out. Yep, yep. It's super. It's black. Also, like I like my girlfriends. I like Just like, kidding. Black like joking. my coffee. Yep. That was good. Yeah, that should I should have said that. Well, anytime I order black coffee, I say just like I like my women. Okay. Bitter. <laughs> See what you did there. Are you going to Starbucks to drink it? All right, so. I'm too cheap to go to Starbucks. God bless. $5 for a cup of coffee. Okay, that smells good. See, <laughs> I, I also really like stouts. Yeah. So I'm excited about this. Yeah. I kind of wish it wasn't seven beers ago. But yeah. No, we saved no, it. Yeah. I know. I know why you do it. I like yeah. to ease into it. But yeah. It smells amazing. I mean, it, you can smell. Just smell the coffee on that, Dad. Like, you can just... Just get a good whiff Yeah, I just want to sniff it. Can I have put this in my thermos, like, for in the morning? Sure, yeah. 100%. I want to know what yeah. they do with the expelled coffee beans afterward. We should dry those out and man. make coffee out of them. Yeah, man. <laughs> Espresso, <laughs> tiramisu. Hey, we got a fight breaking out. Oh, yeah. It's getting rowdy in here. I'm, I'm putting 20 bucks on the girl, just FYI. Okay. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> here we are. Even after all that stuff I just drank, all those different, that, like, that trumps all of them. Easy. That coffee wipes it all out. Yeah. It's, wow. The thing I like about this, and I told them that earlier, is most of the time when I get a stout, I always get that bitter at the very end or that that chemical taste at the, the back of it, of, of the, the tongue. This, I feel like it's completely smooth, and I don't get that. Like, it is... To me, it's you think it's going to come, you're expecting it, but then nothing shows up. This doesn't have that thick feel that some stouts do. This is really nice. Feels really nice to drink. Yeah, well, it's got that lactate helps smooth yeah. it out. So yeah, doesn't it, it's not so heavy on the tongue. Yeah. All right. I don't. I really don't want to go to the next one, but 
because I like this one so much. We can sit here for a minute. The next one's pink. Yeah. Which is uh, curious to me. But. So the next one is a cherry lemon sour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a nod to a local classic. This mint mixed fermented sour ale uses copious amounts of Montmorency red tart cherries along with lemon and orange zest fermented with Vos Quebec to emphasize the cherry flavor. I'm not a big fan of uh, sours usually, but this one on our our, our uh, media run-through, yep. I really enjoyed it. It's, it. When they say a, a nod to a local classic, it's a nod to the Sundrop drink, which is you know yep. produced by... Uh, I think, uh, what, Cheerwine? I think so, Drop. Yep. yep. It's kind of RC Cola or something. Heavy. Yeah, uh, I think RC Cola distributed. So. I think so. With and Cheerwine and Sundrop. Yeah, they're super together. You're yeah, right. Yeah, Salisbury, right. Salisbury's where Cheerwine yeah. was developed. So they, Cheerwine came out with Sundrop, which is a citrus, kind of like a Mountain Dew, but lighter. Okay. Um, that way you can't get all jacked up on it. Sure. And then. Oh, I'm sorry, what? And then you have a cherry version of it, which is also delicious. So this is kind cherry of. Cherry lemon sundrop. And if you get like the one like Whataburger makes, they're cherry. Oh, oh. yeah. It's like real cherry syrup. Yeah. That, that does sound good. It's yeah, good it's stuff. awesome. It's good. Yeah. I. All right. Well, well, we'll make our way to this thing and then see see how it turns out. I mean, do we, do we need to wash it down with anything to. To go from the coffee to the tart. Yeah, you might want to hit one of those uh, pale beers over there. And I'm right. good now. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm a professional. I'm going to take it, take it like it comes here. Yep. Okay. All right. There you go, sir. To you and me. Now, my wife loves sours. She, I think she would like this one. Um, definitely get the the fruity. This does not smell like beer. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> it almost looks like a punch, like her Southern Sangria punch. I feel like my five-year-old would see this and try to drink it. Sure, yeah. Oh, is that lemonade? Yeah, it looks like cherry lemonade, yeah. It's ca- Canadian dry. Uh, was it, what, what is my, my mother uses, like, Canadian dry cranberry-flavored ginger ale. That's what it looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind having this at the holiday punch bowl, though. Dad, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Like a punch. Like a punch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to get that. What, Producer Brian, wow. what, what are your thoughts over there? There's a lot of flavors there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this tastes like a Christmas beer to me. But you can like, you can taste the lime. The lime I get lime. Yeah. I'm getting like... Yeah. Either like allspice or cinnamon, or there's a there's something very oh, wow. like fragrant. You took it to the next level. It's if I hadn't just had the best coffee stout, or milk stout I've ever had, then this would be good. My tongue is rebelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a sour. I will say that for sure. Yeah. Uh, wow. It's I see where they're going with the cherry lemon sundrop thing, though. I really do. There's something like I would. This is like Christmas. Like holiday punch kind of beer, for for sure. Yeah, it's very citrusy, but it's mellowed out by that that dry cherry taste. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's almost like a, I don't know. I, I can't dry cherry. That's a very good uh, description of this. Yeah, this is good for for a hot day, sitting on the back porch, just chilling. Yeah. 
What was the name of it again? This was the uh, the cherry lemon sour. That's like a is that a flavor at Bath and Body Works or body sprays? <laughs> it should be. It should be. As long as it doesn't come in glitter, I'm all right. I'm okay with glitter too. It's fine. I am not because I've been accused of too many times sure, of be- no. visiting the gentlemen's club. Yeah. No. I'll say am- you went to Bath and Body Works. <laughs> well, I did say it was. I, I do claim that I saw a sign that said a- amateur night, so I, I went up and tried to dance, but oh, it wasn't mean, you. Yeah, it, wasn't it was me. somebody else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, gentlemen, what do you, you producer Brian? You said it was the best uh, was really milk good stout. stout. That was a really good stout. Yeah, uh, that and that was told to me actually before he walked up. Yeah, uh, our friend Jack said, "Hey, that's the best one of the best stouts." I've had. He said it's that better out of a bottle, but like as far as local craft beer goes, yeah. Because a lot of guys do stouts, and they don't really pull it off, right? You know, sure. they try. But that is really good. Yeah, I really like that. Mojo, what's your favorite beer that you've had today? I do like the out to pasture. Yeah. Or pasture. The pasture. Between that one, the cherry lemon, and the stout. Yeah. No. They all, they all have different reasons. Like the out to pasture, I could do eating while I'm drinking while I'm eating. Um, the cherry lemon, or I'm sorry, the uh, milk stout is almost like a, an after dinner drink, like a dessert. Uh-huh. And then the cherry lemon just kind of rounds it off and cleanses the palate. Okay. So. All right, so as a restauranteur, let's go through, and what would you have with each one of these uh, as you look down the list? Um, out of pasture, probably uh, chicken wings. Okay. Um, hop helix and the double helix. Uh, IPAs go great with red meat or pork okay. chops. Okay. Um, also barbecue. Uh, the local vein, another kind of really light fair. That's a good, like a cheeseburger beer, pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, lunch, same thing. Pizza, cheeseburger, hot dog. I know that's fancy food. But, uh, <laughs> Maltol, I'm going to agree with producer Brian. I think that's a great red meat steak, fatty steak. Okay. You ever had like one of those ribeyes that's been marinated in fruit juice? Like a oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, You get one of those, uh, Texas Steakhouse. I'm not sure if they were still around or not. Right. They had a thing called the Marshall Dillon. They marinated. We got, we got a lost ball over here, guys. There's a lost ping pong ball. That's, we well, good? that's yeah. what my wife says uh, all the time, too. She, <laughs> she empties her purse out. Yeah, they, they, hey, uh, hey, buddy. Marinated, like, in, like, pineapple juice and other stuff for, like, two days. It's a really good ribeye. But that ribeye with that beer would be fantastic. Yeah, nail it. Okay. Uh, cherry lemon. Um, I'm pretty sure you can eat. You could, I'm pretty sure you could have a vanilla ice cream with that. I want uh, pie with that. I don't know why. I want yeah. pie. apple pie, pie or uh, lemon mm. meringue pie or something. Okay. Bello Morton is... Uh, I would replace all my coffee drinking in the That's morning breakfast. with Mellow Morning. That's breakfast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would be like, when I, when, I, when I think of that one, Mellow Morning, I think of Cocoa Puffs or Count Chocula. <laughs> oh, yeah. I almost asked you that when you said you were in Ireland getting a pint in the morning if people were putting on their Cocoa Puffs. I was eating uh, the, the, <laughs> the uh, blood sausage. That was, Ooh, what, uh, okay. that was an oh. experience. I, I want to try that. What is blood sausage? That sounds gross. It's uh, sausage meat with blood in it. Bleh. Pretty much exactly what it is. I mean, it's I, sausage. I, How bad can it be? With blood? Listen, can yeah. I? I'll, I'll be honest with you. This man sitting here next to me 
put the fear of God in me <laughs> about eating sausage with just a little bit of pink in it. Oh, yeah. And to this day, like, it's got to be burnt for me to enjoy sausage because I think I'm going to die. So it's appreciate that. Sound, same way with my parents. You won't uh, die. You might want to die. No, no, no. Because no. <laughs> like you know, my parents like you know ground beef or steak. If there's a, a hint of pink in it, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and my parents pretty much have to have chop. it. Yeah, my pretty much my parents have to have meat that's almost cremated. I'm like, <laughs> let's just you know we actually cook Crunchy. it. We cook the steak over charcoal and the ash underneath it. That's what you eat. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Um, all right, so that's that's what we we've got our tastings. Your favorite, you said, was the the milk stout. The stout, yeah. Okay. I really like that double IPA too, which yeah. is not something which is I odd ever for me. thought I would say. I am, it was good. I would drink that again. Well, with the, I'm with, with you on the that. Uh, alcohol beverage content of that, you probably wouldn't uh, drink t- twelve of them either. Well, no, no, no. What's, uh, what? It, but one like of the big glasses over here because they have yes, nine point five. Okay. Of course, the the hot the hot helix is only seven percent, so it's not like you know. I'm not going overboard with everything. All right. Oh, I am. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we are gonna find one of the owners here of Southern Strain Brewery, and uh, we're gonna interview them. So we'll be right back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. The 1812 barbecue story started over 20 years ago when Eric and his dad started entering local barbecue competitions for fun. During that time, Eric, a United States Marine, has traveled all over the world picking up flavors and techniques that today is the unique flavor of the award-winning 1812 barbecue. He has honed his craft to bring you the fall-off-the-bone pulled pork, the mouth-watering ribs, and finely crafted beef brisket. Eric has developed his own amazing dry rub and delicious barbecue sauce. And let's not forget those sides. With the coleslaw, smoked Gouda mac and cheese, cowboy baked beans, and to top it all off, banana pudding and pecan pie for dessert. Getting hungry yet? Good. Call or email Eric at 1812 BBQ and he can make your next catered meal happen. Weddings, graduation parties, family reunions, and other events will be memorable with 1812 BBQ. Want to try your hand at smoking meats? Pick up your own 1812 dry rub and start the journey for yourself. Shipping all over the world, connect with Eric on his Facebook page, Instagram at 1812 BBQ, or call 704-604-5148. That's 704-604-5148. And email Eric at eric.line at 1812bbq.com, and he will be glad to help. All right, so we are back here and Southern Strain Brewing Company in downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. With us uh, right now, we've got Bart Roberts, uh, the head brewmaster. What do you, what do you call, is it brewmaster? I, I like head brewer. Head brewer. Bre- brewmaster's a little little confident. It feels like you should carry a whip, though, and be like... Whoosh, it, you know, exactly. And I'm not that kind of guy. No. <laughs> and we, we, we've never mastered brewing, so oh, you're, you're we're still, always improving. Okay, there you go. That's a good idea. I think we need to do like an ode to the 1980s Mixmaster DJ Flash or something like that. Oh, but, yeah. yeah come on, that sounds crap. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It like sounds that. more fun. Brewmaster sounds... Yeah, mi- I think Mixmaster. Yeah, okay. I think... Because uh, that's where... Wiki, wiki, well. You're you're doing some Harry Pottery witchery back here, anyway. So. There, there is some voodoo magic that has to be being done to make these delicious beers, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how did you came from Nota Brewery? I did, and then now you're here. What? How does it, the process of even starting to 
to gather your recipes and figure out what beers you want to have on tap. How does that even start? Uh, I think it, it's probably just developed over what I like to drink, honestly, okay. mostly. And, um, and we're trying to give something, every, the whole neighborhood, something to drink and enjoy here. Yeah. Which, which what was happening last night, uh, a lot of people were coming up to me and just saying, saying thank you for making a light lager, the OK Lunch, so that we could actually have something to drink because they're not big hazy beer fans or all that, like which is really hot right now. But we're yeah, trying yeah. to we're trying to satisfy the neighborhood. Well, if I if I'm just looking at the table and the leftover beers, we've got everything from uh, I look like I'm well uh, well hydrated to Hey, buddy, I probably need some more water. I mean, there's <laughs> all over the map of some some the colors. Well, I'd also like to note first that the leftover beers are your beer. They're all mine. And we actually gave you less than he and I had. I'm so. a hood. I yeah. get it. Okay. Yeah, no, it's good. It gives me something to look at. Just yeah. So I remember yeah, I, what, yeah, I just remember what I made. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What is, what's your favorite out of all of them, just for your own personal taste? What, what are you personally proud of? Right now, I'm drinking local vein normally, Okay, which is our hoppy lager. Uh, it's funny, we even try to put it on the beer app untapped, and there's no category for it, really. You would think there would be just for a hoppy, simple lager. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to just make something really crisp and easy drinking, but yeah. give you your hop fix for everybody that always likes IPAs. But we want to keep you drinking all day long so you can have several of them and not just a couple. Yeah. And... Uh, that's why we're trying to make sessional crisp beers like OK Lunch and, and uh, Local Vein, and also trying to make some heavy stuff like the Mellow Morning. And on that one, it was really fun. We worked with uh, Max Mello from Mellow Coffee Roasters, and he roasted a fresh batch of coffee for us. And oh, wow. Poured it straight out of the roaster and put it in the put it in the beer. Wow. What did you do with the leftover coffee beans? I'm just uh, I'm kind of curious about I, that. It crossed my mind to try to do something with it, but I didn't. They're soaking <laughs> uh, wet with man. beer. And, Maybe we've had a great way to dry them out quickly. No, and, and I mean, have this open-air facility right here. We could have moved the uh, foosball table and you know, just dropped it straight on the ground and dried them out. We could have, but I made that beer before the foosball table, oh, so okay. I right. had nothing. Right. I got you. <laughs> now, that, this, the stout or the Mellow Morning is probably one of the, our favorites, I think. Yeah. That lactate kind of People nice. are, seem, seem to really enjoy yeah, that one with the chocolate and the milk. Oh, yeah. It's it, heavy, but it's not too heavy. Like, yeah. I, like literally, I, I would love to have a keg just – just for the mornings to add to my count chocula cereal. I think <laughs> I think I can replace the milk, you know. Go yeah. that. Uh, I'm waiting for that to be put in a bourbon barrel. Hey, yeah. buddy. I, I think oh, if that... Well, we actually... Oh. <laughs> Listen. Oh, man, you got to do that. I'll work it out. That's... Sure. Well, we do have one small barrel that we did fill with it, a 15-gallon barrel, and it started as a bourbon barrel. Then they, they took the bourbon out of it. And they actually aged maple syrup in it. Oh wow! After oh, wow. that, and now it now it's got mellow morning in it. Wow! Damn man! How much for that? I'll buy it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, you'd have to get Jake the money guy on here for that sure, one. No, I just I make it. the liquids. <laughs> if Wilford Brimley made a beer out of a maple syrup barrel, that would yeah, be it. Yeah, that'd be the diabetes. <laughs> yeah, he popped yeah. up on Seinfeld the other night <laughs> on a rerun. I was watching. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that we've all agreed. Like that is the best out we've all had so awesome thank you very good very well much. done sir. well done what's the process of getting it like if you want a new recipe you're just kind of going for hey i want to add this or i want to make what would be like a next option that um be- uh, for a lot of these ones that we opened up with i did a lot of them in my garage just as okay. test batches and some of them are similar stuff i was used to brewing it though i mean a lot of ipas are brewed the same way you just kind of choose different hops to get a different profile and okay. things like that uh, but yeah, a lot of more test batches in the garage, and we'll be doing some more test batches here when we get the pilot system up and running. 
what is, what's uh, what's coming up on tap? Can you, can you even say? Uh, we're going to have Fest Beer coming out in the next couple weeks, and uh, we're going to have Cicada Fest here in a couple weeks, actually. Not um, made with real cicadas, correct? Not no cicadas. Okay. I hate those things. They're so loud. That's the name of the festival. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but we were making a fest beer, which is a little different than an Oktoberfest. Basically, it's a it's a little bit lighter. It's the same ABV percentage, but uh, a little bit lighter in color and a little bit drier and crisper. Gotcha. Do you, have, do you have any white girl pumpkin spice beers coming up? <laughs> I, I do not. I'm, okay, more, of, I'm more of an Oktoberfest or Fest beer thank, kind of Thank guy. you. Thank You're welcome. Yeah. Thank, like thank, thank you. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to have to go home and get my Uggs and my yoga pants to wear yeah. if I drink one of those. So sure. Thanks for not doing that. We may do, for a pumpkin beer, I'm not a big fan of just the really spiced yeah. uh, pumpkin beers. I know a lot of people are, and they're probably wishing we did have one. But mm-hmm. next year, I'm going to try to work on something kind of interesting, maybe use some pumpkin seeds. Seeds mm. or something, just get a really nutty character. Oh yeah, that'd be good out of it and make something completely different. I cannot imagine. Um, I've, I've done over 106 restaurant openings, and I don't know how long it takes to prepare yeah. and staff and prep. I, I cannot imagine trying to plan out this day or yesterday grand opening day and prepare three months in advance for that. I, I, I cannot imagine gearing up for that. It just as someone who has been an operator and done that as far as the restaurant level. I cannot imagine planning 60, 90 days before. It, it's been pretty intense. I, I'm handling all the beer pretty much, the whole festivities and all that. I was mostly Ford and Jake. I'll give them an no, I'm talking, I'm talking just, But without the liquid, you have no opening that's, weekend. That's very true. So, yeah. I mean, kudos and hats and, off to you. I'm just saying I could not imagine that. What it, I guess nine, uh, 90 days ago, how did you ramp all this up? Uh, I planned out a pretty intense production schedule just to make sure everything was right make sure if anything did go wrong we at least had the staples that we wanted but we've got everything made it it's all here nice nice how long except we did we did pull the we were going to make a colch i was just telling this to a very big colch fan over there the other a little bit ago we had to pull the colch off because we decided we wanted to make sure we did not run out of hoppy licks ipa so i brewed another hoppy licks ipa batch instead of the colch you mentioned 90 days. How long does it take to normally go through and go from start to finish? Uh, some of these beers you can make in about a week, and some of them are about up to four to six weeks, depending oh, on wow. how long you need to lager them. Yeah. What's the one that takes the four to six weeks? Uh, really, the longest one we've had was about four weeks. I'm saying in the future we'll have probably some six-week gotcha. beers. Gotcha. Um, I'll let uh, Double Helix kind of hang out for a little while just because it's a big beer. Yeah. And... Uh, Poppy lager, I'll let it lager for a little while also. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, the Maltal is probably one of the most unique beers we've yeah. had. Yeah. Um, probably any brewery. I mean, and I've, I've been to, I can't say West Coast. I mean, I've been to a lot of breweries east of the Mississippi. And uh, I haven't seen one anyway. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, the, yeah, did you go into an Ikea? somewhere and eat some lindenberry and they're like i gotta research some stuff from scandinavia basically there's a it's a new new to us yeast it's very old but in norway there's all these uh beer brewing yeast that were handed down uh in family family farms and stuff and they've had them forever these cultures they actually dry the yeast out on a wooden ring and hang it up and let it dry and that's how they pitch it in their next batch and Basically, and they ferment extremely hot and ex- extremely fast, which is like where I'm, I'm saying we have like a one-week beer. But that, so that beer actually came out in about a week. Oh, wow. Um, 
that every a lot of breweries right now are just making hazy IPAs with them, yeah. which is all cool and fun. All right, here's my theory on hazy IPA and sours. Yeah. It's a batch of beer that went bad and they decided <laughs> to name it sour or hazy IPA. Gotcha. I, yeah. I, I no lie, I went to a brewer, a brewer, a craft brewer here, not in the immediate area because I don't want to indict myself. Right. But there's they had four hazies on tap out of ten. That's the trend these days. Yeah. Is that a trend or just that many screw ups? Uh, it's a trend. Okay, all right. I was making sure that was like, I mean, that would be my batting record with my wife, you know, four out of ten. So, I mean, I'd... well, and and for those that don't know what a, a hazy IPA is versus a regular IPA, i.e., myself, what's the difference between the two? Uh, one's trying to be more sweeter and juicier, as where a wet the, the the hazy ones are, and uh, the West Coast IPAs, which is what Hop Helix is, our our IPA. It's more of a crisper, drier beer, and I think you can drink more of them, and it's a little more refreshing, so that's the direction we went with that. And honestly, at High Branch around here, everybody, a lot of people love their their hazy beers, and they're not too far from us, so if you want them, go over there. Yeah. We, we may play around with them in the future, um, but for now, we're just going to stick with clear, crisp. No, the Maltal, Maltal reminds me of, I, I, I like to say, I have no clue what's in it, you know, except what's on the descriptors, but... You know, it, you could almost taste in the back that kind of elderberry syrup mm-hmm. flavor in it. So I don't know if there's elderberries. There's juniper. All right. So, the, juniper so basically tips, what you're not saying. Juniper, not juniper berries. Right. Like juniper berries are what you taste in gin or something, right. a real pine tree-ish. Yeah. Okay. These are, it's a little different. So what you're saying is that if anyone has a cold or the flu this season, you come get a malt you you're a probably malt yeah. yeah. I, think, I like that. I think what he was saying is it's just the tip. <laughs> it's just the tip. Part. Just the tip. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, actually, I'm going to go to Vistaprint and go ahead and get you some uh, pharmaceutical pads. That way you can give everyone a daughter's excuse and a prescription for maltol for this cold it. season. It so, almost yeah. reminded me of a mead. Like yeah. I've had mead at the Renaissance Festival, you know, just really? like you get mead. Yeah, just a little like like a way weaker, you know, but good. But some of the flavor profiles were very similar to me. I don't know. Huh. I like it. I always think of mead as like being like the really sweet honey thing. No. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I've had honey mead before. Okay. Maybe that's what it was. But it's some are sweet. Some are really dry though. Oh, yeah, really? really? Okay. So I, I but also so basically what Southern Strain is saying, this will fix your flu, but also you'll become a Viking because. You know, <laughs> had, You'll, say, you will definitely become a Viking. You, you may ravage and uh, rampage and pillage. <laughs> you, need, you need three or four in a row, depending on your body weight. I, I, I'm just saying for marketing, you should have a Viking hat back there. So after <laughs> they drink 10, they get the Do hat. like the Burger King crowns, the Viking hats. <laughs> and if you order that beer, you have to wear this. You give it to uh, little kids. Yeah. yeah. I like it. And you get, get to swear. A- you just get to yell swear words the whole time. And, right. And, yeah, I like that. <laughs> So what's 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 something that you would love to do, but maybe you're kind of holding back a little bit? Nothing really. Nothing. You're just letting I, her fly. I, I would love to make a doppelbock right now. Actually, Ooh. what is that? I love a doppelbock. Uh, it's almost like a huge Oktoberfest. Okay. Uh, big malty lager. Okay. But, and bourbon barrel agent. So yeah, we may make that it. actually soon and let it rest until next year. That sounds Then fantastic. we'll pull it out in the fall. I, if you do a, do, a doppelbock, I would. I'd be grateful for that. I've uh, made one before yeah. at Noda, and, and it, it came out great. Yeah. People enjoy it, but people don't know what it is. So they don't they don't yeah. order it. And what is the uh, brewer out of uh, Pennsylvania? Um, starts with a T. Tro- uh, 
Trogues. Trogues, yeah. yeah. yeah I they, thought you were going to say Iron City for a second. No. Maybe. No, <laughs> I, I might as well say Natural Light. But no, Trogues uh, makes a double pot. They double do. And it's, I mean, it's like, what, 13, 14% alcohol. Yeah, they're big guys. Wow. But it's delicious. Huh. I mean, it's a, it's a two-beer night, you know, if you're going to drink those. I mean, sure. It's just, uh, it, but it's good. I mean, this time of year when it starts oh. to cool down and crisp and you're sitting yeah. out with a campfire, double bock is great. So I'll reserve the first uh, couple of growlers of that if you do that. There we go. So. Fantastic. <laughs> you, thank you so much for coming on. These oh, beers are legitimately fantastic. So thank, thank you, you so much. much. I love the nod to Cheerwine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Sun, sun <laughs> Drop Cheerwine, yeah. yeah. The we had to, man. All the, oh, man, all it's the, delicious. Yeah. Around here, small fast food restaurants around here have done their own version of it, so we need to need to make a beer version. Well, all I know, all I know is I got we got we got we're contacting Chick Fil A in Atlanta. We're trying to see if we can actually put alcohol in Chick Fil A stores. That'd be um, that, that would be the perfect. <laughs> Don't think that's gonna work, buddy. <laughs> I know that's the your dream, but it's gonna not. be a lot longer now. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that would be great. It's gonna you now get turn them open on Sundays too. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But while, while we're dreaming. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. Oh, and also, what, give us some social media, website, whatever you can throw at us. Uh, I think y'all got Ford coming back, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we got He's Ford the guy that for that. Out. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. You just brew the beer. Yeah. So I let's, just brew the beer. Can we okay. talk about, like, the, the equipment, though, before we let you go? Sure. Like, how many fermenters? Uh, we've got a five-barrel brew house. Okay. A barrel is 31 gallons, so it's a little over 150 gallons for every batch that we brew. But most of our fermenters are 10-barrel batching, 10-barrel tanks. So usually we'll fill it, we'll double batch and fill the whole tank up. Gotcha. Uh, we also have some square fermenters over there, which are made for, like, the Saison and actually the Cherry Lemon and the Maltol all came out of our square fermenters. And that helps us get more yeast character when we want to. Uh, the standard tanks that you see over there for, like, the lagers and IPAs and stuff like that. Gotcha. Now I see a bunch of things that are coming down from the ceiling, and then some of them are connected, some of them are not. Correct. What are those for expansion? Is they that are. what's going on? Yeah, okay. we, we've got five tanks hooked up in here to our glycol loop, which is how we refrigerate a tank or control the temperature of a, of a beer fermenting. And uh, we can put about 20 tanks in here. So oh, wow. We're only in a quarter of capacity. So basically what you're saying is you plan to grow. Definitely. All right. right. Awesome. If you don't put those valves in from the beginning, you have to cut into it. Yeah. It's a huge mess. Yeah. And cost on that. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping you guys will brew me a, uh, a beer from my motorcycle dealership, and we can offer something like that. It'd be kind of cool. Let's talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks, Bart. Again, I appreciate it. All right. So cool. awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. If you are in the market for a high-quality cigar for a very reasonable price, you must check out Watchman Cigars. Watchman Cigars is a family-owned business that puts the customer first with the best customer service in the business. Watchman Cigars offers the Habano for a full, spicy flavor, the Connecticut for a mild, easy-to-smoke option, and the Maduro for a strong, powerful experience. They even do specialty blends and partner with you to provide a custom exclusive line just for you. Watchman Cigars has all your cigar needs. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Watchman Cigars 1991 or email Leon directly at Watchman underscore cigars at yahoo.com. That's Watchman underscore cigars at yahoo.com or check out the sponsors section of our website. All right, Ford, we'll, we got you for the next three hours. So. <laughs> oh, Kurt, great. Are you exhausted? The, the, more, the more time away from Jay and Caesar, the better. Well, we're, uh, we're trying to raise money for St. Jude's right now, so we're trying to do a marathon. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hello, caller. <laughs> are, you, are you exhausted right now? Uh, 
I was I was till about an hour ago. Drain loan's got to be kicked. It was it's, it's a it's a drain because. Uh, are we recording? Are we yes, recording? we are recording. Well, we'll, All right. Let's, well, by the way, whatever. by the way, I don't I want I like raw conversation. So by the way, this is for Craven, uh, which is also one of the most awesome names ever. Like oh, it, seriously, I, I'm, I'm thinking about changing my social security card to Fort Craven because I don't know I, the, the, the last name. I hope you got a lot of money. That'd and, be great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he, he's one of the owners here at uh, Southern Strain, and yeah. So here we go. Cool. You, I guess your second your second win just kicked in. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, it felt like we were getting married yesterday. That, 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 that was that was the feeling inside. That kind of kind of like that's exhausting. This weird kind of nervousness. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It, it coupled coupled with like. Uh, you know, you see uh, marathoners when they're trying to finish and they can't like control their body anymore. Yeah. They're just they're just done. Yeah. Or or me trying to go up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I got or they just they just break down and cry. Like that's what happened. Yeah. That, that's that's what happened. That's kind of like me when I go with like Chick Fil A without Chick Fil A for like three or four weeks. And I, I get to the drive through line. Sure. And so I, start to get the shakes. I do the Chick Fil shakes. I do. I start I start scratching, and <laughs> oh, uh, they they think I have open sores due to heroin, but it's oh, actually Chick Fil A withdrawal. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, it's that pickle juice, Brian. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. How much how much pickle juice are you drinking in those beers? Dude, I love pickle juice. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I I, I do want to make a pickle beer. Is, there's a uh what's the Southern or Seven Jars makes a pickle No, there's somebody else who makes a pickle beer. Too. It's a, it's a there's, there's a few thing. pickle beers out there. It's like it's, like a pickled like a um a pickle bourbon or something. Um, so tell us about the brewery. Like, you gave us a walk through the other day. The facilities are beautiful. Why did you choose Concord, North Carolina, versus going to Ballantyne, South End? Sure. Post, post, posting up around 5,000 condos with yeah. just built-in clientele. Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, I'm, I'm from Concord. I'm a native, uh, fifth generation. Um, I have always, the, the root of my reasoning for wanting to be in Concord is that um, I've always wanted the best for Concord, um, and I've always been confused as to why uh, quality was always skipped around here for some reason. I never, I never understood it. Now, as a businessman, now I understand. You know, it's like you do go to these kind of high volume places, and that's where you make a bunch of money. And, and Concord wasn't that. You yeah. know, we didn't have the the millennial crowd, so to speak. You know, kind of going on around here. But even before that, no one ever put up anything. Like I remember thinking, like, why, how come there's not a bagel shop in Concord? Like, you know, this oh, was yeah. like this is like a while back when everyone had a bagel shop. I'm like, what's going on? You know, it's always been in the back of my head. I've always wanted to do something. Um, I got into brewing and uh, was like, I think this is it. Like, I think this is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, hooked up with Bart and Jake. They moved down to downtown Concord, and uh, and that was it, man. Um, both of those guys aren't very big city guys like they they like the small town vibe and feel and uh and they were down so that's what happened yeah so that's why you chose concord that's why i chose concord man and that's and and we had an opportunity here in this mill to kind of bring this back to life instead of it you know getting torn down and turned into condos or whatever and um also this section of downtown as you guys know has always sort of been this neglected area for Mm -hmm. whatever reason i've again something else i've never understood like what's going on and uh so yeah, we saw an opportunity and we jumped at it. Nice. Yeah. And what, what? This was the old Concord Mill, is that right? Um, well, Concord because it's in downtown Concord. Right. Um, original. The first, the very first thing I think who built it was the Lippard Yarn Mill, and that was okay, in like uh, that was in like the 1880s. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was a number of different mills. It was the the White Parks Mill. 
a um, couple other different iterations. Cannon Mills ended up having it at the end of the day. They pretty much owned all the mills at the end of the day. Mm. Um, it's just been it's just been manufacturing and storage since like uh, the 80s. When you got this place, what was it like compared to now? Like what, when you walk through the doors. Well, where you're, where you're sitting now, all this was a huge machine shop, a big fabrication shop. So this entire they're now behind us. Okay. Um, behind this drywall here. But all this was machines, uh, huge, big metal you know, press machines and everything. And then the tap room, um, three-fourths of the tap room was carpeted and had offices in it. So huh. just drywalled offices. There's probably, I don't know, maybe six or seven offices and a little kitchen and a, like a little bathroom. Wow. Um, yeah, so it really took our landlord, um, who's an investor of, investor of ours as well, to kind of show us what it what the potential was mm. uh we actually came here one time and wrote it off we're like this isn't this isn't it this isn't what's gonna work and, yeah. uh, and and he kind of you know shined our glasses for us and uh and we we're like all right man i think this is gonna this is gonna work you know we can yeah. all ride our bike here from our house and <laughs> <laughs> you know it's cool like we're in the, we get to we get to rehab this old mill and you know bring it back to life and it just it, it just felt right yeah and that's how we did the entire process of, of the build out mm. we, we, we took our time we didn't want to get just you know cheap tables in here and chairs that you see everywhere and uh you know just real easy stuff it, it, like let's 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 really put thought into every little thing and make the tap room and the operations area a reflection of the type of beers that we do mm. right we're big on environmental drinking so if you're having a really good beer and you're in a really cool place um, the beer tastes better. If you have yeah. a really good beer and you're in a real crappy tap room, <laughs> the beer's meh. Yeah, you know? it's just it's just how our brains work. Yeah, and um, we knew that, so we wanted to we wanted to go that extra step so we could step up to the plate. Yeah, you know? I think we had a lot riding on our reputation too. Bart's reputation, mine, just through Cheer Charlotte, and we, we were looked at. I think as people that should know. Mm. You know, like like you these guys. These guys should know that you you have to have a clean glass, you know. And, and, <laughs> right. and, and so, and, and we thought about that. You know, it's like we're going to get judged a little bit harder than everyone else because hmm. we should know all the right things to do. Yeah. And um, and, and we, we made sure before we opened up our doors, we we're like, is this is everything in line to how we wow. how we how we see it? And that's that's where we are. And the right when you walk in and you go to the tap room, you've got a nod to Louis Pasteur and just kind of the you wanted to make. Science sexy, you said on the tour. Yeah, yeah, we did, um, which is really hard to do, right? If you yeah. think about that. I mean, Mr. Wizard, <laughs> Mr. Wizard, isn't that that much of a good looker? You no, know, no, he's a funny guy. <laughs> you know, but it's like, yeah, when you try and make science sexy, it's, uh, you know, I mean, try to explain science to anyone if they're not into science, mm-hmm. it's immediately boring and a turnoff. And we just tried to stay away from the the white coat and the mm-hmm. the sterileness of it, and um, you know, make it almost subliminal. Hmm. You know, like it's Louis Pasteur. You knew that, but his name's not written up anywhere. Yeah. Most people don't know this. One out of a hundred people that come in here ask. Yeah. Everyone else just, I guess it's just assuming. Who's it's the old dude? Somebody, yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> someone's grandfather or yeah. Stephen Cabarrus or, you know, somebody. <laughs> yeah. um, that, we've got the flavor compounds um, in the in the background. Yeah. Uh, those, are, those are all beer flavor compounds in That's the background really of the cool. firewall. The the um, the blue glass behind the um, the bar back. Um, it, it's it's subliminal. There's a ring um, in the middle of it, and that's oh, uh, I didn't that's see that. yeah. If you look at it, it's it's, it's a circle. It kind of looks like a, a portal into another world, hmm. but it's really representative of a uh, of a yeast ring 
Um, one of the yeasts we use is a Kaveik yeast, which is Norwegian. Bart probably talked about that um, earlier. Um, those yeast strains come from generations of families, and they get passed down literally in these wooden wreaths. And there are these blocks of wood that, that, wow. that the yeast lives in, and they just pass it down. And that's what people put in their beer to ferment it, and then huh. they pass it down the next generation. And so we, use, we have used a Voss Kaveik strain for our Maltal, and that's for the Voss family. So we kind of put that in there. We have our flowers and little beakers. And, yeah, I saw that. You know? So it, it's, just, it's very subliminal. You know, like you're surrounded by science, but it feels like you're, you're not. Yeah, and yeah. The, the lighting, you said, it kind of looks like an atom. Yeah, the lighting, the barrel ring lights look like atoms. Yeah. Um, our other partner, Jake, made those. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so we, uh, and, and what we didn't even realize, and this, is, this isn't science, this is more like feng shui, <laughs> is that after we put that um, the skylight above the bar, okay. I stepped back one day and I was like, oh, check this out. We have ice kind of behind the bar. We have fire on the wall. Mm-hmm. We've got earth with all the brick and all the wood and everything. And now oh, we have yeah. this skylight where you can see clouds going by. So now you have the, you know, the air there and the wind. Yeah. So you have this whole sort of... Look at you. You know? Yeah. Well I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you noticed our, our concrete Buddha that's sitting uh, right outside the front I door. I rubbed um, his belly. He's been here since we moved in. He, he, was, <laughs> he was the doorstop when we moved in here. So, so I feel like he may have played into that a little bit. <laughs> nice. He wants us to have a very, uh, a very centered... Uh, yeah. You know, tap room for everyone. If at any point you just want to pay me in beer and I just sit there and let people rub my belly, I'm okay with that too. I would, I would, I would love that. <laughs> I really would. Just sit there cross-legged by the front door. I've got to work on my yoga stretching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you, how, how has your expectations been fulfilled this weekend? I mean. Blown away. Blown away. I knew a lot of people were going to come uh, yesterday. Yesterday was the first big, you know, first big day. and But we had. We had significantly more people than we thought we were going to have. Um, everything was controlled, you know. It was it was kind of controlled chaos. Right. The vibe was really good. It wasn't like it was out of control and maddening or anything. It was just just a crap ton of people, yeah. you know, and it's great. People have been buying merch like mad. That's good. So, Well, when I saw you all posted on your social media with, like, alternative parking spots, mm-hmm. I did consider an Uber ride here. Yeah. Well, we actually have a lift code, so if you want to come oh. back, you can use that. Nice. Well done. Yeah. I might have to t- partake in that before I leave today. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Get home safe. <laughs> What's been the biggest struggle when you were renovating this place? Um, we had... The three of us had never renovated a place before. Uh, we had never had to deal with subcontractors or mm. contractors. City government. City government, permitting, all this jazz. Um, the biggest piece of advice, you could probably ask any business person in the world, the biggest piece of advice is that you're going to need twice as much money and twice as much time to get mm. done. It was exactly true. That's exactly what happened. And uh, you think it's not, you know? Contractors tell you, like, all right, we'll get this done in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a month. It's, yeah. two, it's two months. And, and people can't start before another one's done. And all of a sudden, you're backed up. And got no, we thought we were going to be open Thanksgiving last year. Yeah. It's almost Thanksgiving this year. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. You know, like, that's, that's, how, that's how underestimated uh, we were on the whole timeline. And, but really, in retrospect, that gave, us, that gave us the time to make these decisions. Yeah. You know, to kind of build this out properly yeah. instead of being rushed. If we would have opened Thanksgiving, this place would not be what it is now. It, it, it would not be the place that we wanted it to be. And that scrutiny so, so, would have come back to be like, you guys should have known better, and sure now you've better. got plenty of time. Yeah, you, had, you didn't have to open then, you yeah. know. So, yeah. so, um, so I'm glad we waited. You know, I think, yeah. it's, I think it was a, ben- a benefit. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. 
I know you got to get going to your other podcast. Yeah, well, I thought so. Jabronis, yeah. I sent them, <laughs> them to the bar. <laughs> nice. What's your favorite beer so far for your palate? Um, okay Lunch is my favorite one. I'm a, I'm a light lager guy. Okay. Um, I'm also a hop head, though. So the local vein, the hoppy lager, is, is really my go-to. And uh, honestly, the cherry lemon, mm-hmm. uh, just with these hot days and whatnot, I can't stop drinking it. I mean, it's like it tastes like Kool Aid almost. It's a, it's <laughs> oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. And um, and it really does. I mean, I'm a big uh, cherry lemon Sundrop fan uh, myself. And honestly, it it it, it hints at that flavor. Mm-hmm. When you burp it up, though, it really does taste like. It. <laughs> I'm thinking about yeah, it it my, like legit. Yeah, I'm gonna put that in my kids' school lunch. <laughs> it's that, that delicious. Yes, yeah. no, that's good. The thing that I also like is you did a nod to science, but you also did a nod to Concord. Absolutely. Through the whole place. The furniture that you pulled out mm-hmm. was from Concord or around Concord. And so you also made everything local as well. We did. We did. We tried to um, – I always envisioned a, a, a place that you could pay respect to where you are. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it was – it took the form basically of like a mini museum mm-hmm. is kind of what it was. There's, there's enough – pieces in that tap room to connect our history back throughout Concord in so many different ways. Yeah. And we have community partnerships in there as well yeah. that connect us with the, the history museum, the barcade, um, our, our the interior, the interior, yeah. the furniture, interior designers, right? Uh, Carolina tears downstairs. And, um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I'm a history buff yeah. myself, so I, I, I personally just like that stuff. Sure. I kind of, you know, half collect it at home. And, <laughs> and whenever I see something significant, you know, I can't stop thinking about it, like the train bench we have yeah. in there. So tell but us yeah. about the train bench and how that came to be. The train bench is sweet, man. Yeah, it I, is. I, um, real, I'm, a, I'm a realtor by trade, and one of these old historic houses on Franklin Street here in downtown was for sale. Went and showed it to some folks in, a, in their backyard in this old shed that was falling in on itself was this bench. It was the only thing in the shed. It was sitting on the dirt. Um, had a plastic, you know, thing over it that was just disintegrating, basically. And um, it happened to be uh, one of my friend's grandmother's houses. I called him and I asked him. I was like, Tommy, what is this bench? He goes, well, Grandma thought she was going to pass this down, uh, you know, to, <laughs> to, to me and my sister and, and all this stuff. And he's like, but the reality is no one has room for a 10-foot double-sided you know train bench in our house like it's not practical right and i was like well, why don't you just sell it to me you know we'll put it in the brewery and you can come in here and talk about your grandma or do whatever you want and just sit on it and you know say this was mine and yeah and he was like let's do it man he's like get awesome. it out of the dirt like, it's too cool and yeah. then come come to find out he said this was from the original concord depot which they tore down in 1978 it was down on corbin wow. uh, down by the train tracks right there and as far as i know Nothing was really saved from that other than some um, some beams and, you know, some architectural stuff. Oh, wow. Um, that's, I've never seen anything from – there's not even – I can't even find pictures of the inside of the depot. Holy there, there, cow. There's, there's one kind of classic picture on the outside, but other than that, nothing. Wow. So we're just very fortunate that yeah. uh, that, that kind of landed <laughs> in our possession. That's super cool. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yep. Well, man, dude, we just – we wish you all the luck. Hope. Thank you. That this continues. We hope that every day is like this, yeah. so you run out of beer tomorrow. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Um, I know you guys are right around the corner, so hope you guys frequent us and uh, are here here a lot. Well, the good thing is we have church on Wednesday nights now, so we can make a run up here, run yeah. to Red Hill, and then go to church. There you, you know, go. That way. 
We'll do like a, maybe a paid tour. <laughs> there you go. Bring the, bring the whole clergy over here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wednesday you go. night bar, bar crawl. Yeah, yeah I like Wednesday that. night bar crawl. There you go. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Guys, thanks for coming down yeah, to man, the strain. Thanks, thanks for having us. And uh, promo for us. Yeah, we're, of course. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ward. Cool, thanks. Awesome. Cheers. Uh, yeah, you can find us, um, you know, Instagram. We're uh, Southern Strain Beer. Um, we're uh, Southern underscore Strain on Twitter. Um, just look for Southern Strain. You'll find it pops up. Yeah. Southern Strain Gangs, our hashtag. That's kind of what we call the, the growing family, um, the people around here. Uh, consider you guys part of the Southern Strain Gang now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we feel, made it. Feel free to feel free to use that. <laughs> All right. We'll do it. It's, it's, it's a family affair. Awesome. Cool. Cheers. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for it. Hey, everybody. I really do hope you love Southern Fried Philosophy. Did you know that you can actually get paid for listening to this podcast? I know it sounds insane, but it's true. We just discovered this free new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin into gift cards like places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you're a good person, you can even donate that PodCoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Download the app right now on iPhone or Android, and I have a special code for you. Simply use our code SOUTHERNFRIED and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen enough to us on there, you can get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and sign up with code Southern Fried. It'll change the way you listen to podcasts. All right. So guys, what do you think? That was our recording at Southern Strain Brewery. Yeah. Good, time, good time. Delicious beer. Mm-hmm. Beautiful facility. Yeah. Just enough said. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was great. All the beers, like every one of them was good. Yeah. Even drinking them in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah, that that first one we drank kind of ruined. Yeah, the other ones. I mean, they all good. taste like IPAs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, not- <laughs> that's all we drank was like. Yeah. No, they uh, very versatile. Yeah, uh, they have a a very good uh, reputation coming in. Mm-hmm. People are already excited about them opening up in Concord. So, um, yeah, yeah, just great, <laughs> great place, no doubt. Check them out, SouthernStrainBrewing dot com. Uh, I think their socials are Southern Strain Brewing Co. Um, there was a hashtag Southern Strain Gang. Yep. Hmm. So check those guys out. We enjoyed uh, being there. And thanks again, Ford and everyone else, for having us out. Thanks again for listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast.